I feel like Venmo is one of those things where like it makes a lot of sense, especially if you okay if you live in an apartment and you have roommates, mm-hmm. Venmo is the easiest way to share utilities. Mm-hmm. And that's a case where it's like, okay, man, you know, fuck, like, electricity can be like a hundred and something dollars a month. Like, you should not be saddled with that burden forever, <laughs> you yeah. know? But like, man, just like, when it when it comes to going out, it's like, can't we all just be cool? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just uh, I don't know. It, it's it's whatever. Maybe we're just old fashioned. I think we might be a little bit, or maybe, kind of like culturally from the area that we're from, it's more standard to kind of like treat people to favors and stuff like that, and buy them things when you go out with them. But I don't know. Yeah. No, it's a. It's uh. Yeah. It's it's definitely a thing. I I think it's just like I I don't know. I guess I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if I meet someone, I think that like my 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 like starting assumption is like this is probably a good person Mm -hmm. like because i probably met them through a friend you know so it's like okay if we're gonna get an uber or something like fine like i i will pay it you know if they want to offer to buy me a drink later on that would be great Uh you know but like i just uh it's like six dollars dude (laughs) don't don't charge me six dollars and then spend the night at my apartment like yeah come on yeah Oh, oh god whatever oh, it's the worst it's fine it is yeah so did you miss me it's been a while it has been a while yes i did i have no idea what's going on with you anymore <laughs> i i know it's been it's been so long there are so many times in my life um where i think about like oh i wish i could tell eli this uh, <laughs> which is weird because i i don't even think that about like a lot of my close friends i'm just like oh i bet this would be an interesting conversation to have with Eli. And so I find myself thinking about you uh, more frequently than I would have thought. <laughs> and it, it's okay if it's not, if it's not like a goes both way kind of thing, but. No, it goes both ways. I, uh, I feel like, yeah, I think of things all the time and then I, I tend to forget them over time. Um, so I got to start writing shit down better, but. Yeah, man. Yeah. Got the show notes for a reason. Yeah. 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 Damn it. Um, yeah, come on. Oh man, so where do you Live where do you want to start? Um I feel like the biggest news is that I joined a lab. I saw that. I feel like that's yeah. yeah. So I joined the younger guy who does okay. polymer chemistry. Um single I advising. Was, I, single advising, yeah. Okay, nice. I, I yeah, you know, I had a conversation with him about it and he was like, you know, like I, I want singly advised people, like I want to advance my own science. And I was like, you know what? I like you. Mm-hmm. let's let's go on this journey together <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're doing um awesome. so yeah i'm i'm really excited about it he's he's really nice all the people in the lab seem really nice he's mm-hmm. super super chill um which i really love he said like you know we had our he called it our first science powwow um (laughs) 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 so three of us joined his lab two of us are single advised by him okay um one is one is co-advised with another guy and the day that it happened uh we were all at this talk and he's like i feel like we should have like a science powwow today (laughs) since it's like official (laughs) he's like you know like you know come together maybe high five i don't really know like whatever you guys want to do maybe i was like oh man (laughs) it's like i like this i like this guy um and so we talked about science and the lab and he's like your only job this semester really is pass your classes 
other than that, you know, I'm not really looking for you guys to, to write a paper or anything, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, well, that's nice that he's understanding because I know it's probably, oh, yeah. probably swamped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's swamped right now. He's teaching two classes. Oh, and wow. Doing yeah. a bunch of grant proposals. Uh-huh. Um, and so he's he's always super, super busy. But, uh, but yeah, he's – he, oh, man, this is my favorite part. He's like, all right, so – uh, when you guys graduate, um, you know, if you go into industry, which, you know, statistically speaking, most of you do, um, mm. you're expected to get your science done from nine to five. So all I ask of you is to be here from nine to five. And if you, you know, if you're working hard, you can get everything you need to get done in that time. Um, if you want to stay a little bit late, that's fine. But, you know, chemistry stops at 7 PM as a safety thing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't expect you to come on, come in on weekends if you want to, that's fine. If you're the only one here, don't do any science, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but if you want to read papers, write papers, work on homework, that's fine. But I don't expect you to work on weekends. So wow. yeah, that's awesome. And I was like, wow, this is, <laughs> this is what work-life balance looks like. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Going into grad school, would you have guessed that you would have had this type of setup? Uh, he's the only person I've ever met that uh-huh. doesn't expect his grad students to work more than 40 hours a week. Yeah. Uh, um, nice. And so that is, oh man, that, that's what I was looking for. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, which, you know, I admittedly like, okay, 40 hours a week. Like that makes me want to do science more though. And like be a more productive person. Mm-hmm. If I know that there's an end time, mm-hmm. We're like, you know, you know, come hell or high water, like I'm supposed to stop doing chemistry at 7 p.m. It's like, well, then I can leave at 7 p.m. Uh-huh. If, I, if I know that there's that end time, I feel like I'll be more motivated to be productive. Right. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. And so I, I feel like I feel like that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. But oh, it feels good to have that advisor yeah. <laughs> selection thing done with sounds awesome that's like the most stressful part of being a first year grad student is getting that placement and figuring everything out yeah no i finally i have a desk Mm -hmm. i have a home it's beautiful (laughs) i love it do you spend like all day there now is that where you go to work and stuff or yeah so i go in um i mean we still have classes so like if i have classes in the morning i I don't go in but but most of the afternoon is spent there and, and like tomorrow we don't have class so I'll go in at nine and stay till five. But, you know, the other two people that join the lab are two people I've worked with a lot on homeworks. So we all kind of work on stuff together and go to office hours together. So uh-huh. it's really, really great for being productive. Yeah. Um, Sounds awesome. You know, it's very so optimized. <laughs> it, it is very optimized. Thank God. <laughs> fuck these homeworks. Man. Ooh, they're fun. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no. So it's it's been good. You know, he said like, you know, please come in um, just so you could meet people, you know, mm-hmm. and get to know the people in the lab and um, how, hear about different projects. How old is his lab or how long has he been a professor there? Uh, four years. Four years? Yeah. Okay. This is, he's going on his fourth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, still relatively young, which is interesting. Yeah. You know, he's, he's going up for tenure this year and he's not worried about it at all. Um <laughs> So, so he's, he's pretty chill. It's funny. I have a friend, um, who, uh, is doing chemistry grad school and he's working for an assistant professor and she expects them to work like 70 hours a, a day or not a day. Fuck. A day. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> 70 hours a week um and to set up three reactions a day and uh-huh. <clears throat> i mean i don't know if you did a lot of reactions but no. like setting up three reactions a day doesn't sound that bad but when you think about okay every reaction requires you know setup and then monitoring and then uh-huh. purification and characterization like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. a lot. Especially, you know, every organic chemist loves to do uh, column chromatography. That <laughs> shit takes sometimes five hours, oh you know, if you don't have a very mobile, um, you know, uh, eluent or if you're, you know, if you're doing a large scale, like that's a lot of stuff to do. So uh-huh. I'm glad I don't work for someone like that because that is crazy. Sounds like um, hell yeah yeah no man fuck it's not worth it doing organic chemistry like i'm sorry i love orgo i had this uh girl that i um i lived with when i did an internship um Mm -hmm. she's now in grad school too thank god and she (laughs) sent me an organic chemistry question and oh i miss it i miss it sometimes (laughs) it was a great one about like fused rings and ring closures and i was like oh you know if you draw it in the right chair confirmation that minimizes energy you'll find that the attack happens from the bottom because that's a pre-equatorial uh (laughs) or sorry pre-axial shit pre-axial arrangement and that is more stable for like the bond turning interactions of the you know the um the hydrogen so Mm -hmm. Oh, I feel good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just rattle that one off really quick. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was, that got me right right in the good spot. So, <laughs> so that was nice. Um, but how about you? How's your how's your search for love going? It's it's been going well. Um, and I feel like I'm really interested in a lot of labs, which is ironically kind of stressing me out because it's feeling like it's going to be a pretty hard decision when it actually comes down to it. Um, I think I got like two, yeah, two more months, but it's just going to be really hard to decide. I think part of the problem is trying to balance what I find to be like a a perfect lab and a perfect advisor that just fits my personality and it's like a really good work environment. Um, And then also still fitting like my interests. Uh, And I'm still trying to decide how computational I want to be. I've been saying that I want to move that route and... I'm not sure how much I want to go, though. And so it's kind of stressing really? me out that I don't know that yet, because I feel like I should really know. Yeah. Well, I thought you were pretty gung-ho about this. For for computation? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. But it's kind of... I mean, for if you're doing, like, bioengineering, biomedical research, even if you're really good at computation and you love computation, I think it's a good idea to still at least have a decent amount of experience running experiments and stuff like that. And grad school is a really great time to do that because other people are paying for your work um <laughs> that's true. so I, yeah so like I, I love doing computation i could i could sit and code all day but i'm worried oh, that maybe God. like 10 years down the line i'd be like oh shit like maybe i should have taken advantage of some of the really cool like technologies that are available to me right now and stuff and just kind of dicked around with them for six years um <laughs> yeah so you want to you want to do some real science <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you can tell i'm a very serious student um but yeah but yeah so after my first rotation i'm in my second one now and it's a purely computational lab and it's a kind of an odd interesting lab it's really small um the pi is like really super established though super small lab anyway and 
those can, those they, computational labs aren't usually that big, right? Like, I, I sometimes sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't. I I think, I think you're right though. I think in general the ones that are exclusively computational tend to be a smaller, pretty tight knit group where the advisor like meets with their students pretty often, and then by nature of doing experiments and requiring a bunch of money to do it, I feel like experimental labs tend to be bigger um yeah just so they can well, amass just, more resources yeah yeah it takes so much fucking time running experiments like right. it is amazing how glacially yeah, glacially slow um experimental research can be like just it's shocking for the number of man mm. hours you put at something like oh you yeah can, you can work 70 hours a week and some weeks you will literally have nothing at the end of it right it, it yeah. is shocking it's uh yeah and every time that you say that and people remind me of that, it makes me think that I should go full computational. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think uh, so. I there's a guy in our lab right now who, um, you know, we're we're like very experimental, and he is co-advised by a computational guy, and he's uh-huh. spent most of his PhD. He's a fourth year now. He spent okay. the first three years like solely doing computational stuff. And mm-hmm. now he's coming back into the lab to, like, do some of the experiments that he's modeled and, like, uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, figure out, like, was all this computational stuff I did, like, actually good? And and I think that that's a good, that's a good balance. Can you, can you do co-advising with someone experimental and someone computational and, um, yeah, so go from there? I'm, I'm trying to kind of set that up and I'm putting out feelers for it right now because uh, the first person who I rotated with, it just seems like like such a great fit that lab for me and uh they're they're primarily experimental uh but they they collaborate with people who do computation a lot and so he's like so my last meeting with him he basically said i think you should start meeting with some of our past collaborators and see if maybe they'd be interested in doing a co-advising setup with you and that way you can get uh some computational uh like expertise to be uh one of your advisors basically yeah um and so i I'm, it's it's still kind of hard to figure out like who exactly would be the best fit for that because it's not not only is it like a, a match for me but it's also a match for the other two professors and they need to be able to work well together they ideally need to have collaborated before um and so like that definitely exists in the department but it, it's hard to find that and then also check off my own list of things that i'm looking for in an, in an advisor so I'm, I'm still trying to kind of work through that right now in a meeting with people uh, to figure that out but that would be awesome if i if i could do a co-advising setup like that and just do you know maybe do like one year just running standard experiments and getting a bunch of data and then spending the rest of my phd trying to come up with like new computational methods to analyze that data that would probably be ideal i think for me yeah um but we'll see we'll see how it works out uh i i talked to one guy who i wanted to be co-advised with and he's a super nice guy really chill and he's basically like i don't i don't really see any need for you to formalize that and put it on paper he's like uh if you ever need like computational advice on anything you can just meet with those people without technically being their student and get the exact same mentorship Um, Uh, i don't know about the same mentorship (laughs) you might be right yeah i think Uh, that that people professors are so busy that it's like if they're not if they're not your actual advisor and they're not getting a uh-huh. paper out of it they're not gonna just tutor you for fun that's true <laughs> but they would get a paper out of it i think at the least right uh, i guess yeah, it depends I mean, it could depend it, it, yeah it depends on what the work is actually about but like i don't know i think that the best way to to get a professor to be invested in you is to be co-advised 
or right, I mean, yeah. well, like you'll have your advisor, but like they're always going to prioritize their own students in front of you. So it's That's like, true. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. Not to be a pessimist. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's a good point though. You're, you're exactly right. Uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to see how, how it goes. I'm meeting with that professor who told me that in like a week or two or something. So I'll, I'll mention it again and see what he says. Cause yeah. he, he would be the best person to be co-advised with, I think. He's a little hands-off for my tastes, but I think if I was being co-advised, I'd be fine. Uh, well, you don't want him too handsy, so that's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, oh, man, I'm... I'm sorry. I I'm really glad this this part of the PhD is over for me, because uh, <laughs> it's so stressful. <laughs> but I mean, you know what? You got a lot to offer. You know, don't sell yourself short. You could be co-advised. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it does it does make you a cheaper student. I think for both of them because they they can split the costs on you. But that's yeah, true. We'll see. I'm still I'm I'm still torn between if I want to do nothing but computation or if i want to do a little bit of experiments too um i feel like having some experimental background would be good i think it'd be after graduation yeah yeah i think it'd be good but short term i feel like i'd be happier just doing computation and i feel like even after graduation the type of job that i would want i wouldn't want to be hands-on in the lab i'd want to be doing computation oh that is a good point so and yeah and the the lab i'm rotating in right now they have me doing a mini project and so all i do is code all day and it's like it's the it's probably the most interested i've ever been in any project that i've ever worked on and it's been the most fun that i've had uh like working on something full time and so i feel like that kind of speaks to something because this was a project that i didn't really pick or tailor to my interest they just kind of like okay here's some work that we need somebody to do why don't you just kind of go and do this and like yeah. that has been awesome like <laughs> yeah so i can't yeah i don't know oh man i don't know i could <laughs> just i could never be computational good for you i just <laughs> i suck so hard at computer stuff i my my pi was um in our office just like shooting the shit with us and uh-huh. um we were talking the the computational guy we we have was like talking about coding or something and our professor was just listening in and so the guy's talking about coding and i'm just like i fucking hate coding this i (laughs) fucking hate coding so much it's i know it's useful and i know that that's like the future or something but i just i it's so fucking boring (laughs) i just like when like if you just have one comma out of place yeah one of the curly bracket things out of place it could fuck up everything and i just that's too stressful for me (laughs) i i am oh i i yeah, but I my mean, professor that, loves it. <laughs> He's it like, you should look into it. And I was like, fuck no. Oh. It, it does kind of suck, like those aspects, but it I get so much more stressed out when I mess up while setting up an experiment. Like the cost that you get for botching an experiment is so much worse, like for safety reasons, time reasons, just stress reasons, than just like misplacing a comma on your computer because, you know, you just just run your script again and then hope that it works and you'll find out in like five seconds if it does or it doesn't whereas experiments like don't you just get a terrible feeling if an experiment doesn't work or you know because none of them work (laughs) if i had a terrible feeling every time i would always be depressed (laughs) um no no that's that's a good point i mean a lot of the research i did in the past two years 
um, most of it didn't work. And that was very, very depressing. And I could tell the grad student I was working with was getting mm-hmm. very frustrated because we just kept trying different things uh-huh. and we could just get nothing to work. And yeah. it was so, so frustrating because awful. You know, she yeah. can't graduate until she's got this, these compounds made. Uh-huh. Um, and we just, it was, it was very bad chemistry. It was very, very bad chemistry. So no, that, that is a good point, but I don't know. You got one rotation left, so yeah. I'm gonna try to squeeze in another one. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) Well, I see that you've written in here saying goodbye after rotating. Are the goodbyes Mm -hmm. hard? Because goodbyes are hard and they're awkward. Do you really want to put yourself through that again? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's a good point. Oh man, I just ah, I don't know. I think part of it is I'm I'm scared to like really commit to somebody. Um, do, do you a, have commitment issues? Does your girlfriend that. listen to this? <laughs> I'll oh, tell man. her to start listening at episode I'll, six. I'll edit that part out. I'm in control this time. <laughs> oh. uh, it's just, it's hard because it's like, there's so many opportunities right now. And <clears throat> actually, I want to talk about this too. If like th- the last time we talked, I was interested in probably like two, two and a half labs. Um, and now I feel like I'm interested in like 10 because oh, geez. it just it, it doesn't take as much for me to get interested anymore it seems like because i've like seen like a lot more talks on like science and stuff than i ever have in such a short time before in my life and it's kind of like really made me interested in a lot of different like random things and there's a bunch of random labs here that happen to do those things that i had never thought about looking into before mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of set me back so i feel like i'm at square one where i'm considering labs that I didn't even know existed or that I uh, just had no interest in before. And so like one in particular, they're doing, it's re- it's really big, a uh, synthetic biology lab. Um, it's like mm-hmm. engineering microbes and stuff. And the dude came and talked to my class to like, tell us what research he was doing and how many students he was planning on taking this year. And it turns out that he's got a huge wing that's just focused on doing machine learning and just computation. And he's recruiting really hard to try to get students to come in and do that. And it just sounded so awesome and so interesting. And it was like a for sure thing that this person would just take like any of us to do that. And it just made me think like, damn, that would be like such a cool project. And I kind of want to do it, even though I had never considered working for this guy before. And he's also, he's super hands off and has a huge lab. And those were two things that I was avoiding a couple weeks ago. But now I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, screw it. Like, I don't know if I really care. Like, I think it would be so fun to work on that project that I'd be happy just working on it without anybody even telling me if what I was doing was correct or, or right. Cause I'd just be happy to do it anyway. <laughs> That's I interesting. Know. I feel like that, that could be a little dangerous though, because yeah. the project might not be funded your entire time there. So uh-huh. you might do it for the first two years, but what if the funding stops and you have to switch projects? Yeah, that you would know. suck. He, <sighs> he sounded really confident though. When he was talking to us, he's like, Everybody wants to do SynBio when they come and join my lab. He's like, but I want people to do machine learning. That's what the funding is here for right now. He's like, we got machine learning money until I die or something like that. He said. <laughs> wow, that's very so it confident. Like they're pretty good. Yeah, I mean, well, he's he's an expert. I think he started out primarily experimental, and so he's used to seeing big big money and like managing big funds to do experiments. And then now that he's building a comp lab, he's probably like, holy shit, like, this is just a drop in the bucket. Like, I just got to buy a couple PCs. <laughs> <laughs> no Macs? I thought academics were more into Macs. Uh, I, I don't know. 
Maybe. It could very easily be. I have no idea. I mean, PCs are probably more powerful for, like, crazy computational stuff. stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the lab I'm in right now, everybody has a PC. Oh, that's so weird. I feel like everywhere I've been, every time I talk to a professor, they use a Mac. Like, I, I literally cannot think of a single professor I've met that doesn't. Um, now granted I don't hang out with a lot of, uh, you know, computational people. So maybe that's what it is. I try to avoid them like the plague, but, uh, <laughs> like me and my grad student, we, we used to, um, we used to sit in our, our bay and like, look at the, the, um, different presentations that were being given that week. And we had a rule where it was no going to any presentation that has the term total synthesis or computation in it because we knew we weren't gonna like it like you don't like total synthesis what you don't like total synthesis not okay so total synthesis is like it's a it's a dirty word um it's like total synthesis what i'm talking about is not synthesis of like a target compound that you want to test it's here's a molecule in nature let's see if we can make it and so it's just like crazy amounts of really intricate hard chemistry that has low yields to make Uh a ringworm sex hormone or something (laughs) it's like like i know that like some total synthesis is for like natural products that have (laughs) anti-cancer properties but there's a lot of total synthesis that's just to make weird bug sex hormones it's a really big deal for some reason i don't understand there's a a fetish for everything I swear, like, I just, I, I, trust me, like, what's, what's the point in doing that? It's to show mother nature that we got a bigger dick. Like, it's literally, (laughs) it's just, it's, well, okay, so a part of it is that some compounds actually could be useful, and if they're going to be useful, we have to know how to make them on a large scale, right? Like, like, there, there are some that are like, this has anti-cancer properties, but, like we it it takes 70,000 sea sponges um <laughs> to you know get enough compound to take an NMR like we can't test uh-huh. its properties until we can make it so like that's fine but i feel like organic synthesis has become let's just see if we can make it for the sake of making it uh-huh. and i just i don't that i mean that's that's why i'm not doing organic synthesis and why i never did total synthesis like it's literally just can we make this compound and a lot of it comes down to we we're interested in seeing if we can make this but another huge part of it is that we want to look at challenging molecules and Mm -hmm. see if we can you know develop new methods for for organic synthesis you know is there is there something that we've never tried um you know like we've never had to make this kind of bond so what are we gonna do right you know so so, so there is there is some good stuff to it but like i know a lot of people who spend their entire phd making a compound that no one really cares about and it's depressing so yeah man it doesn't doesn't sound very fun to me (laughs) it it's not it's really not (laughs) um so so yeah we would never go to those talks because it'd just be like here we did a heck type reaction followed by a sonogashira type reaction and then we did a two plus three cyclo addition to you know <laughs> engineer these stereo centers and it's like oh, i don't care i don't care <laughs> like yeah it's, it's oh, just really man. dry i 
I love synthesis and I love making stuff, but man, if it's just making stuff for the sake of making it, like, I, nope. Yeah, <laughs> no way. I, I mean, I could. It would be interesting to me if, uh, like, along the way they develop new methods, as you had said. But I, I imagine that even if they don't develop new methods, as long as they make it, they still go and get presentations on it and publish on it and stuff. And so that's kind of, I don't know, not that cool to me. So. Yeah, no, and that's exactly right. Yeah. It's like a lot of it is just saying like this is a new class of compounds that mm-hmm. we can make. How the, how they still get funding is amazing to me. Like, there's so many more important things to fund. <laughs> anyway, uh, I've offended enough uh, organic chemists, so <laughs> moving <Uh-oh>. on. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Um, oh man. Let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, I have I have a story to tell you about something that really pissed me off. Um, <laughs> Great. So we have a grad coordinator. And I, first of all, I don't even know what she does. Uh, she does stuff with recruitment. And I think she, she, like, is the person who helps us in the beginning. And, you know, like, going through, like, the registering for classes, the advisor selection process. Like, mm-hmm. like she's, like, the person who does orientation. But outside of that, I have no fucking clue what she does. And um, so a couple weeks ago, she sends out this email and she's like, hey, guys, um, there's free breakfast food in this one room, um, you know, starting at nine. And we all had class at nine. So we're like, oh, let's pick up some food uh, Mm -hmm. before we go to class. (laughs) That would be amazing. I can't believe our department loves us enough to buy us breakfast. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's so great. Like, I got completely fucked by that homework last night. So it's good (laughs) to see that they want me, you know, feed me in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, And we a big group of us walk into this room and like we start going over to the tacos that were there they were breakfast tacos and this guy like comes in and he's like oh are you guys here for my presentation and like we had already started picking up some of the food and we're like what and he's like for i can't remember what the company was called uh for that yeah we're, we're, we're recruiting um this week and we were like uh, we <laughs> just thought that there was free food here. And so he's like, oh, well, yeah, I guess, you know, take take some and tell your friends to come. And we're oh like, oh, my okay, God. Oh. sorry. <laughs> and it's like, oh. it's like, you have one fucking, why would you lie? Like, just tell <laughs> us that it's free food for a presentation. Don't just say free food. Like, that's intentionally misleading. Like, yeah. fuck you. Oh, my God. That's what? so awkward. Yeah, ah. it's like, were you trying to, like, trick us into going to this presentation? Like, were you afraid no one was going to go? Like, I just, oh, it was so awkward. And it was, like I said, it was like, it feels intentionally misleading. And it's like, hey, <sighs> thank you. Like, wow. You know, engineers aren't socially awkward or anything. <laughs> yeah. so we really appreciate this. Oh, man, that's <sighs> awful. I would have been so pissed off because I would have felt super awkward and bad about that. Jeez. yeah oh i did <laughs> i did um especially because i take it too <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i already had them so i can't put them back you know yeah right but it's not sanitary uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so i just like really like you you just sit in your office for eight hours a day for all we know you're just napping most uh-huh. of the time like if you're gonna send out an email can you at least can you at least like tell the truth <laughs> <sighs> so holy yeah, shit that's that amazing. was cool Oh, that man. was yeah. <laughs> Gosh. 
not not the biggest fan of that um oh actually great segue speaking of things i'm not a fan of mm-hmm. can we talk about engineering paper yeah <laughs> okay do you use engineering paper no i don't okay thank god <laughs> i i okay <laughs> this is another ben has to whinge about something i i i always use lined notebook paper mm-hmm. for everything i think it's good it's cheap there's a lot of it when you buy you buy like 150 uh-huh. sheets I, I actually found a you could buy a ream of 500 sheets of lined notebook paper and it was like 250 it was crazy oh, nice. so i love yeah. it it's great for everything but th- there are people in my program that use engineering paper and for the life of me i cannot figure out why and <laughs> so you've seen it right it- Okay, I'm I'm picturing just like a grid, basically. Or... Yeah, it's it's pretty much green graph paper yeah, okay. where the backside is too dark for you to be able to write on it. So it's basically paper that's green that you can only write on one side okay. of. That also, if you look at the prices online, costs like five to six times as oh much as normal notebook paper. <clears throat> and so it's like why are these people buying engineering paper? Like, you're not a better engineer if you use engineering paper. You're just a pretentious dick. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, this, you're not, a, it, it doesn't make you a real engineer if you use engineering paper. You do realize that, right? Like, there's there's no advantage to using it. Unless, like, unless you're, I could see, like, a mechanical or a civil engineer using it for, like, um, like, sketching yeah, models yeah. or stuff. You know, like, that's fine. But if all you're doing is, like, writing equations and numbers, uh-huh. like, does it make you feel that much better about yourself to use engineering paper? I, have I thought about this for too long? Like, am I just a cynical asshole? <laughs> but, like, or, or, am I onto something? I, I feel like you're kind of onto something. But, like, yeah, you got pretty strong thoughts for it just being paper. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Listen, if we can't be arbitrarily upset about things that are not that important, what's the point of this whole thing? <laughs> it's true. Like, I, okay. What kind of calculator do you use? Uh, TI-83, I think. Is that the normal That's the normal one. It doesn't have a colored use? screen, does it? Can you, like, upload PDFs to it? Oh, oh, I do have the one that has the colored Ooh. screen. Well, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I was... I didn't know it had a colored screen. Okay, <laughs> you're, then you're excused. Because yeah. I was going to bitch about those a yeah. little bit. Although, I guess... No, I no, guess, no. I, okay, what were you going to say? I, I agree they are super, super extra. Uh-huh. And th- unless you're using them for very specific purposes, it's completely pointless. Um, exactly, exactly, right? Yeah, what were, but... What were you I, okay, I, I didn't want to bash on it too much because... I'm still using the same calculator that I used in like eighth grade or ninth grade or something like that. Oh, I didn't have a graphing calculator in eighth grade. (laughs) (laughs) I I had to wait until my sister graduated high school because I think she was taking calculus my freshman year. So I had one of those like super shitty TI calculators Uh that like powered by light. Oh yeah. Like like the scientific ones. I had a couple of those. Oh God. Yeah. Those are good to just have laying around. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been using the same like calculator since 8th grade, so it's one of those really big, bulky brick ones that's just, you know, no colors or anything, it's just big pixels that turn black every now and then. Um, and then <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have color. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah but, I get you. But, and then I would, I would see some people, this is more like six years ago, when uh, 
those color screen calculators weren't really the standard they're just like super nice and people would be taking like like trigonometry or something or like calc one or pre-calc and would be getting these like super fancy like nice ass calculators that you know as soon as that course ends they're never gonna use again and i'm just like what's the point like why do you need that it doesn't do anything that this other calculator doesn't do that's going to actually help you but i don't know but i think i I shouldn't complain about it now because today i'd imagine that all the calculators are more or less like that um yeah i think all the new ones are dude there are so many things that you can do with fucking calculators like people the the new ones that can connect to the internet like when i was TAing last year we had to like look out for that and you couldn't use them on tests unless they were in some lockdown mode wow and you could like yeah you can download pdfs on them and it's like yeah people cheat (laughs) back in my day a calculator calculated (laughs) (laughs) come on yeah it was like five years ago yeah yeah it's the worst It, it is it's real bad i i do remember uh I had to buy a new calculator because my mom wanted to give my little brothers who were um, going to need a graphing calculator because they're in high school now. Mm-hmm. So they <clears throat> needed a calculator. So they were going to use the old one and I was going to get a new one. Ooh. And so that was the only reason I bought one. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. You're definitely, so, you're definitely okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it was out of necessity uh-huh. and uh, a lack of knowing what I was actually buying. <laughs> so you know (laughs) i don't know if that's actually a good thing (laughs) but anyway oh gosh uh speaking of buying things though you uh you have a problem with uh finding cheap beer oh yeah it it has been a huge problem we were really spoiled where we came from apparently (laughs) (laughs) what do you do you not have like natty light or okay okay a a nice cold kurz light or something okay there's stuff like that that is available um but it's it's like going out to the bars that just sucks and oh i fucking hate going out to the bars. it's so hard to have fun if you're spending way more money than you've ever had to spend to have a couple beers before and like i don't know like that's that's actually been like moderately stressing me out a little bit because i like to have at least one place where i know i can go and hang out like on the weekend one night or something um but so far so far i haven't found that here so very sad i mean i i know i i know what you mean like where we went to undergrad beer was like dirt Uh cheap but now if you want to go out it's like oh if you want to go to a nice cocktail place like get ready to pay like 11 dollars per drink yeah you know or even going to like not nice places yeah it's like unless you get like piss water beer it's like oh that'll be seven dollars yeah and it's like um, it's crazy I can buy a six pack of this for eight dollars <laughs> like yeah yeah I... man you know this is this is why you just gotta drink alone at home <laughs> you're you know no, no you're never alone when you walk with christ i've never drank alone um <laughs> <laughs> I say that because I had like six beers last night <laughs> while watching TV. Nice. It was not intentional, Karen. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like it's crazy it's expensive crazy. to go yeah. out. It's like I, a high life here oh is like five bucks if you go out. One oh, like a bottle of it, awful. not even a pint, just a bottle of it. Five that's bucks. It's a oh yeah, none of the places I go to. Um, or at least I'm thinking of like the trashier part of town. I guess at the nicer parts, you know, you can get like pint glasses. But a lot of places, it's just like here's a can oh, or a bottle. Man. It's like ugh. yeah, you really might I, as well. I be hate. Home. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like if I'm going to drink this out of a bottle, I know exactly what their per unit cost is <laughs> at the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> I At least if it's in a pint glass, I can like pretend like it's more, yeah. even though I know it's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's the worst. Oh, my gosh. I hate – I don't want to go out anymore. <laughs> it's just – that shit's expensive. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, yeah. No, that is the worst. But I don't know. I – I guess I'm trying to find more like local brews around here, and I've really enjoyed that, That's like fun. figuring out yeah. what I like. Have you found any good um, spots, or? I found a couple of good ones. Um, you know, none of them are like super cheap, <laughs> but if you're drinking alone at home, it's way cheaper than being out at the bar with friends. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Life hacked. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Oh, man, that's really sad. Uh, <laughs> my life is not all sad, though, because I, two weeks ago, peed next to a Nobel laureate. So Really? Got a lot of good stuff going oh, on wow. over here. <laughs> I think I, I misread that uh, that show note because I saw a Nobel laureate. I'm like, okay, Ben Piss next to a Nobel laureate. But then it's a paper, I thought. Oh, no, no. So it like, was... Um, the real person the real human being the real human being that is so cool uh, it was it was funny we were going to the talk and um before it started uh i went to the bathroom and i'm in the bathroom and i go in there's only two urinals and one of them is taken so i go to the next one over and i don't look at the person next to me because i don't care and (laughs) i go and we both like finish at the same time so we're washing our hands and i look up and i'm like wait you're him and he's like yes yes are you going to my talk and i was like stunned for a second i was like yeah yeah you know yeah totally i'm a huge (laughs) fan of your work uh and i like had to suppress the need to like shake his hand i'm like nope that's fucking gross Uh, (laughs) mid washing your hands just reach over (laughs) (laughs) yeah like here let me give you some more of my soap uh (laughs) but yeah no so uh i felt really cool after that That's and i so like cool. sat down and i sat down in my chair and i was like i peed next to him yeah. two minutes ago it's a, it, what up that is so cool yeah you're like the coolest person in your class now it's a really good thing that you didn't look up when you went to pee because i know if that were me and i saw the nobel laureate there i definitely would have would have been way too tight to to go pee out or like really been way too nervous <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's okay to be pee shy around Nobel laureates. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. You know, he would just turn to you and be like, "It happens yeah. all the time." <laughs> don't worry. Don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh, that's my amazing. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. So that, that was that was really fun. I, I felt really cool. After yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Ah, oh, so cool. it's a very intimate experience. Yeah, you know? it is. That's yeah. the most intimate experience you. One of the most intimate experiences you could have with the Nobel laureate. It's probably the most intimate experience I'll have with the Nobel laureate. I don't imagine <laughs> there will be another time I, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so that was that was cool. It doesn't happen every day. Yeah, um, I sure. think this was my first Nobel laureate talk, yeah. so that was cool. And like the Nobel prizes were announced like that same week. Um, you know, this guy hadn't won it. He was like, you know, over ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, still cool. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's not one of those recent Nobel laureates. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> but uh, because of that, I was like extra heightened on my excitement. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. so that was that was fun. Oh man, yeah. Ugh. 
school's been good though i think overall yeah you know i'm ready for midterms to be over that would be great i had my first exam how was that two weeks ago uh so the classes so you know how like grad classes are curved so that the average is like a b plus ish yeah you know because like they don't want anyone to fail and get a c so like the average is like a b plus is plus uh fuck (laughs) the average is high (laughs) um or it's it's skewed higher than like undergrad classes would Uh be um so like my first exam had an average of 90 which was interesting like the the professor like it was a hard test like it took all three hours Uh to do those three questions um but the professor just graded it so like you know you're not gonna like lose points for like dumb math mistakes it was more of like how well do you understand the concepts Uh Um, which I like because a lot, when I took grad classes at our undergrad, um, the average was always like a 60 yeah. <laughs> and it was like, Oh, it's demoralizing too, because it's like, this is a room full of people that want to dedicate their lives to the subject. Uh-huh. And the average is a 60. <laughs> like th- those were hard tests too. Those were like the hardest tests I've ever taken, uh-huh. but that's still really depressing. Um, so that one, that one went well. I had another one last Friday and I remember I was studying with one of my lab mates um in our office and he looked at these two questions that were in the notes and like the professor like provides notes that are all typed up and really nice which is super chill um but he has like thought questions and problems interspersed in Uh it where it's like okay the last step of the derivation he didn't do so like he's like okay as a problem do this last step or like sub in this equation to this equation and prove this and so we were studying together and he's he turned to me he's like hey do you know how to do this one and i was like "Mm, no but i don't think he'd ask that question like it's a really weird question for a test and like 10 minutes later he found another question he's like did you do this one i'm like no that one's also not a good test question like it's too short and like it's you know it's like this is a test the test only has three Uh questions like so they should be like bigger questions um you know maybe that are like multi-part but this was like you know too like you know you could do it a single page we get to the test though uh questions two and three are those questions <laughs> so <laughs> fuck um, had to had to do a lot of learning uh-huh. on the fly uh, which <laughs> which is i mean i feel like i learn a lot when i take tests like i feel like there's a lot of concepts i'm like fuck i hope they don't ask yeah. this and then they do and it's like oh well <laughs> time to figure out what That's this the means we stressful um, time to pick it up and learn it <laughs> exactly exactly so i mean i think i got them in the end so that's that's okay but i mean have you i mean you're only taking one class you're barely a student you're more of a scholar (laughs) um (laughs) have you had tests in that Um, class no we don't we don't really have midterms i'll have i'm in two classes actually um and then one of them will have a final actually they both have finals and then one of them has a take-home midterm which to me is that's a homework assignment. Like, let's be real. Let's call it what it is. That's a heavily weighted homework exactly. assignment. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, call space space. And that's nowhere near as close to as stressful. It's like an actual exam. Um, that class is actually extremely difficult, as it turns out. So I'm really happy about that being a take home. Um, <laughs> See, that's interesting because I always think that in class tests are better than take home. Grade wise or stress wise. And stress wise like okay it's stressful to study for a test and there's a lot of time you have to put Uh into it but like there's there's a limit on the number of questions and the type of questions and like the difficulty Uh of the questions 
if it's a in-class test, like there are some things that it's like, well, I need a computer right, to solve yeah. this. Or, you know, it's like, this is a three page long question that is like a proof that's not really like super necessary. Uh-huh. So I I like in-class because it's like, all right, the questions have to be hopefully easier. Well, I mean, definitely easier than uh-huh. if it's a take home. Because if it's a take home, you have infinity right. resources. Uh, but also, like, once the test is over, it's That's over. true. You know, yeah. like, you know, you fought the good fight. For better fight. or for worse. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's over. You can't do anything about it. But if you have, like, a, this take home test looming over you for, like, you know, however long, like, yeah. a couple days. I just, you know, I, I... They... The, I hope oh, I just really hope he doesn't give it to us over the weekend. Cuz I know how I operate. I'll just do nothing except the exam during the weekend. <clears throat> yeah. And like, oh man, I I need my weekends as a break. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, oh that's like critical like, for me. Just Yeah, like not even not the whole weekend, you know, like just just a few hours both days where I just I'm like, all right, well, that uh-huh. was enough school uh-huh. for today. <laughs> I'm going to go get an oil change and go grocery yeah. shopping and do like, person. you know, normal human things. <laughs> That's so nifty. <laughs> I try to, yeah. I have a, I have a policy where I make myself a brunch every Sunday. And so that's my Aww. like, that's my guaranteed downtime. Like no matter what, I'll do that so far. That's so nice. Yeah, good. That's a great idea. <laughs> you should do it. I do breakfast food. Breakfast food's so fun. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's, breakfast is the best meal of the mm-hmm. day hands down breakfast for dinner is the greatest thing mm-hmm. probably ever oh it's fantastic for being honest oh it's yeah oh, man that's that's what i do on sundays i just i make so much food that i can basically just con- kind of semi-continuously eat it for the rest of the day so i usually have it for dinner too <laughs> so awesome <laughs> nice nice it's really good for you too, yeah I'm i sure. was doing <laughs> nah it's fine you know it's life you know why live a long life those last couple years are gonna be boring as shit like you know burn the candle both ends of the stick you know it's it's not gonna last as long but fuck it is gonna be brighter (laughs) so (laughs) don't be too health conscious that's really good advice um go write it down (laughs) yeah i should definitely uh given out advice (laughs) oh gosh no but oh so the the um fun story the one class i had a test in last Mm -hmm. week uh the professor is really into birds and so he he's like a bird fucking (laughs) like he he goes away on the weekends oh man and like he'll tell us like at the end of class like all right like i'll see you guys all on monday anyone you know got any good plans and we're like, no, how about you? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm flying to San Diego to take a picture of the blue-footed boobies, <laughs> you know, like some dumb shit wow. like that. Like, they'll like go to Alaska uh-huh. on the weekend. Oh, wow. To take pictures of what birds. What an expensive hobby. <laughs> like, I, yeah, well, this, this guy's really old. Okay. He's, I think, 78, oh, 76. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very old, um statistical thermodynamicist okay. which i didn't know was a job title <laughs> um, but like you know he's he's old he's got money he doesn't have kids right, yeah. um might as well spend it on the yeah. birds um 
but <laughs> but like so he would tell us about these trips and never show us pictures and so i finally was like fuck this I, and i looked him up on um like Flickr uh-huh. or something and I, I started scrolling through his pictures first of all the dude has thousands of pictures of birds <laughs> on Flickr, but they're really good yeah. like really really good bird <laughs> pictures and i was like this is amazing <laughs> like i and i don't blame i want to be more of a naturey yeah. outdoorsy yeah. guy and i'm like fuck it if i have to take pictures of birds or some shit like to keep I, it interesting like i just i'd rather be outside you know <laughs> I've, I've seen um, a couple close friends fall down the bird path route and get really into it really yeah. people our age yes yeah mm-hmm and actually my brother that's shock <laughs> does he what what does he do okay i mean like he's not so crazy where he'll like fly to san diego to image one bird he's also not rich enough to do that but he uh (laughs) like he keeps tabs on it he's got like some apps to like it tells you like what birds are migrating when and where and then anytime he sees a bird he like writes it down the date and everything where he saw it uh if it was like around other birds or wildlife or whatever um just like super into it and and my dad also is really into birds and so it's really weird for me whenever like all of us are home together or something and they're just like shooting the shit like just bird talk you know and it's like so much (laughs) jargon and i just have nothing to say i'm like i don't know what any of this shit is like i'm glad you both love it though that's so funny oh my gosh no i mean like i like no judgment like i think if you want to go outside and experience nature and you know fuck i collect stamps now like (laughs) no judgment for me like it's fun to like invest yourself a little bit into something Mm -hmm. like that's cool that's a fun hobby Mm -hmm. you know and and so that's that's really cool i mean i yeah it's really funny though like i can't imagine being at the dinner table and the bird talk comes out it's like well what do we what do we do now like (laughs) you and your mom i guess just gotta you know talk to each other but (laughs) both just like what the fuck (laughs) no it's yeah uh, but i mean it's a slippery slope birds are cool but yeah i haven't i haven't gotten so into it that i want to learn all their names and calls and locations and take pictures of them well you know if you're still looking for a hobby it's not too late you can can always hop onto the bird bandwagon (laughs) uh, (laughs) we both want hobbies yeah always trying to recruit more hobbies (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't give it don't don't knock it till you try it <laughs> um but i mean yeah i i i would like to i would like to go to all the national parks you know if yeah, i if right, i can yeah. that's that's one of my goals so yeah. i get the whole like you know wanting to collect as many bird sightings or pictures or whatever as you want because it's like eh, it's fun you know i think i'd like to get a postcard from all of the national parks and like make a collage or something out of them like i think that'd be really cool so like the mm. inner completionist in me is like yes all of the you know like any sort of collecting of anything is fun yeah and cool yeah, yeah. and so um so that's really cool but yeah no i just i thought it was so weird because like i just i wonder and i saw pictures of him uh on his bird expeditions and he's got like this crazy huge camera uh-huh. with like tons of lenses and i'm like okay if we if we took all the money you spent on all your trips and equipment like it's probably you know tens of thousands of dollars yeah, like upper tens yeah. of thousands over the years but you know we all get our jollies in different ways i guess uh-huh. yeah i mean <laughs> so, like some people I... buy boats um <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> i've never that. had the desire to buy a boat <laughs> oh really oh i love boats 
I well, I know that you like boats, but like you know that joke, the two happiest days in a boat owner's life are. <laughs> I haven't heard this actually. <laughs> oh, it's the day they buy their boat and the day that they sell their boat. <laughs> 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 I've heard them described as holes in the water that you throw money into. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we run in different circles. <laughs> it's probably true. I just my idea of having like a boat would be like just like a simple canoe or very small like two thousand dollar like river skipper basically i just i really like being on the water and fish and like aquatic wildlife and stuff like that so i just need something to get me out there yeah but no with the the people like they're yeah they're really big fancy boats to just like take out you know two weekends out of the year labor day and memorial day and then that's basically it (laughs) yeah it's it's very depressing yeah (laughs) yeah i especially if you don't live like really like immediately close to water mm-hmm. it's like are you really gonna go out that much like right. even if you go out every other weekend during the summer that still only kind of, like adds up to like 10 times a year mm-hmm. <laughs> like is it worth thousands of dollars every year probably not <laughs> um but i mean this is this is how i feel about working out too where it's like like i really like running mm-hmm. uh in this park that's on the south part of town i live on the north part and so it's like a 15 to 20 minute drive there and it's like i really love running but just the fact that there's that 20 minute drive that barrier to like me doing it uh-huh. it makes it so much harder to do it so it's oh, like yeah. if you don't live near water but you're like oh the marina's only an hour away it's like are you gonna want to go drive an hour there and an hour back every weekend no way you know like no yeah. you're not gonna want to do that yeah that's <laughs> so, a good point uh, i don't yeah <sighs> i don't get it um Let's see. Okay, your last thing was professor advises not to do classes. I, I want to end with, uh, I think, my favorite thing that's still on my list of topics. Okay. <laughs> it's it's the last one. Of course, it's shitting on pre-meds, which I guess they're now med students. So <laughs> we'll save that for last. But uh, what, what professor or what, what class did they advise you not to take? Um, it, it wasn't any specific class. It was just kind of a general perspective on grad school. Uh no, that's that's what my PI said. Like yeah. in one of our first meetings, he's like, "I view classes as a speed bump to you getting your PhD. Like uh-huh. you don't get your PhD in classes, you get it in your research." Yes, exactly. And and I think that's especially true for Kemi because they kind of they make you guys take a lot of courses, and you don't have that much. Say. You're only pretty restricted in what you can take, and then uh, yeah. they're hard as fuck, and it takes a lot of time. <laughs> uh, I he's a little bit more chill than that, but like. Well, a lot more chill than that, I should say. Um, but, like, we still got to take courses, and we're still doing most of our learning outside of those courses anyway. And so this professor was, he's very kind of business-minded. Um, like, startups and stuff like that usually pop out of his lab. He's kind of one of those types. And mm-hmm. so I think naturally that personality also kind of has a, like, who cares about courses? Like, just go actually start doing stuff. Like, you don't need a grade to show that you can do something. You just go and do it and do whatever you're interested in. And that was kind of the point that he was getting at, uh, was that, like, you guys can do whatever you want here. Don't, like, do it pretend in the classroom when you can just actually be doing it in real life. And so don't get, like, too distracted by your classes was what he was basically saying, um, which I yeah. think I need to be reminded very often uh, because I'm a, I'm a sucker for, like, really going hard in courses and getting distracted by them so well yeah no we're both try hard nerds yes yeah like (laughs) i know what you're trying to say uh (laughs) but but no i mean i i think that that is that's very true i mean my pi said you know 
no one hires you because of the classes that you took. Mm -hmm. And once you kind of think of it in terms of that, it's like, well, no, that is true. Like, no one, once you get a PhD, is going to say, well, well, you got a PhD, but you didn't take this class about, (laughs) you know, this asinine small thing. Like, how, you know, how are you going to fit in? (laughs) Um, You know, because, yeah, like, you you get hired for the skills that you gain in a lab. And, and like, you know, I was talking to this guy, and he he teaches the, the polymer chemistry class, and he said like i i'm a polymer chemistry guy i don't think i ever took a polymer chemistry class in grad school um the entire class is just based off of my experience with polymers (laughs) so you know it's like oh well you know it's a pretty popular class and it's apparently a good one like people like to take it so i guess yeah i mean if you can structure a course that's not based on any previous coursework it makes you wonder what the point of the you know previous coursework would be definitely um so so yeah no i think it makes a lot of sense and, and yeah like i fuck i need to email the guy about my transfer credit still <laughs> whoops uh, <laughs> i don't think he ever submitted the forms for it which is super super tight um that's awesome <laughs> not yeah, bitter wow. uh yeah <laughs> can't wait to talk to him about that again and explain why i want my course credit for courses i took and deserve the credit for um really showing my hand here uh <laughs> um fuck what was i gonna say uh i don't know school is for nerds i just want to i just want to be in the lab i just oh god i want to start doing more research Uh like i just want to get it started the sooner it starts the sooner it ends yeah Uh, (laughs) or at least the sooner we can start making real big boy money instead of working for peanuts uh, (laughs) with our schools for free breakfast Um, presentations that you didn't know are actually going to happen oh god oh <laughs> i didn't want to ever think of this again because of how awkward it was i, I hate this chick so much i i seriously like i oh gosh okay one more thing i'm gonna complain about before i complain about something okay. else i okay this this lady has a phd um in like music composition so like basically i guess she couldn't cut it in real music so she became the graduate advisor for you know chemical engineering like okay i I understand that this is not the career path you wanted but i remember being so lost during the orientation week and like having so many questions but she basically told us like if you email me over the weekends like i'm not going to respond until monday i don't check my email and also like um you know if you email me after five i'm not going to respond again until the next morning because after 5 p.m i go home and it's like hey uh can you like maybe work like a little bit more than 40 hours a week during like the one week (laughs) where your job is actually relevant to anything like can you can you do that can you be cool for one second can you help me out this is your only job i can't wait i cannot wait to fill out a performance evaluation (laughs) for you because wow i am gonna have a lot to talk about (laughs) it's just oh it's like don't be so fucking useless <laughs> and then when you do do your job don't fucking lie to me about th- like come on <laughs> just uh, tell us it's a fucking presentation it looks bad on you it looks bad on the school yeah, it looks bad on everybody really if you lie like so yeah <laughs> oh, i'm not man. a fan of that oh god oh okay it's fine i'm fine yeah, the moral of the story kids is don't 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 take school don't do school just do your research get in the lab yes yeah that's the best way to get your phd okay so the last thing i have to talk about (laughs) i okay uh, i mm, okay 
you know what I think is actually worse than a white coat ceremony for pre-meds <laughs> becoming like med school students? <laughs> no. It's 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 white coat ceremonies for like doctorates in occupational therapy oh, or okay it's like uh, like okay I didn't so know that I was would, a thing it is a thing i didn't know it was either <laughs> oh my god like okay i don't want to offend anyone i never i never try to offend anyone we're gonna we're just gonna see what happens we're gonna shoot now and ask questions later <laughs> okay if you are a doctor of physical therapy or occupational therapy, I'm sorry that you couldn't cut it in real medicine, but like, please don't call yourself a doctor. Like, it's a three year degree. It's a three year doctorate. <laughs> three years. Are you kidding me? Oh my are you God. fucking kidding me? Even the pre meds who go to med school have to be in school longer than that. Like, three years? And you have a white coat ceremony? Ah, like, ugh. You know, and I feel like. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the real problem here is that as a society, oh people will value them as a doctor and want to call them doctor uh-huh. more than they want to call us doctor. And I know, I know, I shouldn't be doing grad school so that people call me doctor. But guess what? I want people <laughs> to call me doctor when I have a PhD. It's fucking hard. All right? It's really, it's really fucking hard to do a PhD, you know? <laughs> But three years of occupational therapy school, like, come on, you know, everyone will bend over to call them doctor, but God forbid I ask anyone to do that for me. Oh my Ugh. God. Oh man, you're killing me right now. <laughs> as soon as I heard occupational therapist get mentioned after white coat ceremonies, I knew you are just going to go off. <laughs> I just like, I try to be cool about things. I think the problem though, is that I... I have these two friends on Facebook. One of them <laughs> posts all the time on like the the basically the the Facebook stories, the the, oh, the cheap knockoff yeah, of Snapchat, yeah. and he'll post pictures of him like studying, like physical therapy stuff, and he'll like complain about how hard it is. And I'm like, you go to a school no one cares about, and you're getting a degree that only takes three years. Like, please call me when you're actually doing difficult stuff. Like, I. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a jackass. Like, I don't want to sound super full of myself and like, oh, this is so hard. Woe is me. No one understands how hard anything is except for me. Because, like, that's not true. And that's not how I actually feel. But I guess I, I, I don't like it when people complain about how difficult something is. Especially if it's like, hey, like, no one's ever heard of your school. Yeah. <laughs> um, your degree only takes three years. Shut the fuck up! Like, I don't. I don't go out of my way to complain on Facebook about how hard a PhD is, and I think that 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 lacks class, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so I I hate him. And there's this other girl I went to school with, in like middle school and high school. Uh-huh. She she she's not academically gifted, right? I I, I don't want to sound judgmental, like oh she dumb, but like if she was my doctor, I'd ask for another. Um, that's <laughs> all I'm saying. Like, she just she like i said she's not academically inclined and and so her parents and and my this is her parents have been posting like especially at the beginning of the school year 
like, oh my gosh, she just moved into her new apartment where she'll be studying for her doctorate of, you know, occupational therapy, or, oh, happy first day of classes to our student in doctoral studies for occupational therapy, and I'm, like, sitting there with a gun in my mouth saying, (laughs) say doctorate one more fucking time. It's, oh, it's so annoying. It's like, my parents would never do that. No parents with class would ever post this much. It's okay to do one, but, like, do you need to update me that she moved into her apartment? <laughs> like, no. No one needs to know oh that. Oh, my God. You know? Oh, man. Oh, and then they have a white coat ceremony, and my Facebook is fucking flooded with, like, <laughs> you know, everyone posting about this. And it's the same school that no one cares about. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, I'm so, I like, I'm so glad that your check cleared. Like, I'm just, you know, she'll be a student for a semester at least. You know, yeah. we'll see if the next check clears. <laughs> but, like, do we need to celebrate the start of school? Like, oh, God. I just, it really, I'm like, okay, am, am I being crazy? I don't know. I just, I, I kind of. <laughs> I feel like I've gone this off. This type of stuff, you've really gone for it right now. You've really gone for it, I will admit. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, this type of stuff pisses me off, too. So. It's just, yeah, it's like. <laughs> no one with a phd does this right and like i'm sorry but i still think a phd is harder than med school like you know i mean not every med school is easier than every phd program like i'm sure that there are easy phds yeah they're probably not in the engineering fields not to be that guy not to be that engineer but like (laughs) there's a lot of different types of phds but yeah ours are are, you know um yeah and so, you know, it's just, it's like, I don't know. I guess whenever I see people signaling, like, you know, like, look at our daughter. Like, isn't she great? She's just going for a doctoral degree in occupational therapy. It's like, stop jerking yourself off over her, your fucking kids' accomplishments. That's really weird. Uh, I really wish I hadn't used that term. <laughs> um, but it's like, come on. Like, it just, uh, I don't know. I it, it's and, and, like, when they graduate, I think that's fine. I think it's okay for parents to post about what their kids uh-huh. are doing. But like I said, they had, like, five posts in the span of, like, oh, two weeks. Oh, God, it's yeah. Like, that's just too Ooh. much. Like, yeah, like, it's okay to be proud of your kid. That's uh-huh. fine, but pump the brakes just yeah, a little that's bit. That's just excessive <laughs> and weird at that point. Uh, it is. It is. Um, and I still think that if your doctoral degree only takes three years, maybe you shouldn't start it with a white coat. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Valid um, point. <laughs> having said that, I think I have a really good friend whose cousin has a doctoral degree in occupational therapy, but uh, sorry, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still feel this way. Please tell me I'm not a bad person. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Doctors, um, please see me when I'm sick, even though I try to avoid going to you like it's pretty much the plague. Uh, actually, I was talking to this girl the other day about uh, doctors, because she had to go to the doctor a bunch of times because um, she was sick and needed some antibiotic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, I, I don't think I've been to the doctor in, like, three years, four years, maybe. And she's like, what? Like, you won't go, like, once a year? And I was like, I mean, sometimes I need a physical. Like, before undergrad started, I got a physical. And I think that's probably the last time I went <laughs> totally. to a doctor. Is that weird? It's a long time to go without going to the doctor. Yeah, for nothing at all. I just, I've never been sick enough. Wow. Or, like, I've never, like, 
I mean, okay. That is crazy. Guess, you must be, like, really healthy. Okay. I guess, like, I had an ear infection once, but, like, I wouldn't call that, like, a doctor's appointment. Like, it was just, like, I needed to get some eardrops. Okay. So, I guess, yeah. like, there's that one time. But, like, outside of that, I, I don't... I don't do you, how, how often do you think you go to the doctor a year? Maybe... Maybe once or twice. I, oh, man. I very rarely go if I'm sick, but sometimes there'll be, like, something weird going on with, like, I don't know, like, headaches or, like, a migraine or, uh, or not a migraine, um, have, like, problems with my eyes, uh, so, like, shit like that, just, like, weird little random things, because, yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I also, like, I was the type of kid who, like, whose parents, anytime I got a cold, would be like, oh, you're going to the doctor, like, right now. Um, so I'm, I'm oh my kinda... god, I'd have to be on my deathbed before my parents were like, oh, I guess we should go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. So that, that could be the difference, too. You could just be like, you don't see the need for it as much, because like, maybe you weren't raised that way, but I think some people are just, anytime there's anything that could possibly be like wrong with them, they're like, oh, fuck it, we'll just go to the doctor. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that that's a bad way to live life. Like, were there times where I probably should have gone to the doctor <laughs> so I don't have to suffer as much? Probably... I don't know. I just, I always hate going to the doctor because they always ask, like, questions about, like, are you getting enough sleep? Are you, you know, your, is your heart rate, like, high? Are you stressed out? I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking stressed out. Like, yes, I'm always stressed out. Like, I know I should maybe breathe, you know, and take a second, you know, stop worrying about things. But, like, don't tell me to not worry about things. Like, I'm going to worry about things. (laughs) You know, so I guess, uh, yeah, I should probably go to the doctors more, but. I don't know. Like, yeah, I just, I avoid it like the plague, and based on all the shit I have to say about doctors, it's pretty clear how I feel about them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's not going to change. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm a bad person. <laughs> uh, oh, well. I'm okay with who I am. <laughs> I'll go to the doctor if I really need yeah. to. Um, but oh gosh anyway um well we we didn't get through everything but oh that's okay oh actually i have i have one last story (laughs) sorry this is this is gonna be a longer episode i just i have to tell you this story about (laughs) okay so it was we uh i told my girlfriend i wouldn't tell this story because her parents listen to this but it's too funny so i i come into class early every day and this one girl is talking to this other guy who's there and there's only us three in the room and she's talking to this guy about how her neighbors have really loud sex like all the time and she can hear it all the time and i was like that sucks and she's like yeah the worst part is they will like you know go at it No, no and the dogs will like be in the same room as them and the dogs will start barking and like making a bunch of noise no and and so like she knows that they're having sex when the dogs start going crazy oh my god that is so weird i know well first of all like the the point one of the big points of this story is people are really weird and i i don't like i Ooh, people people are people are not self-aware enough we need to have this conversation sometime like i think the degree of self-awareness in the general population is abysmal mm-hmm. um but so she's like yeah and then i can't study because you know i'll hear their bed creaking and i'll Jeez. like hear 
the dog's going at it and i'm like you need to live in a fucking place with thicker walls sweetheart like that is ridiculous um but but so she gets through complaining about it and i'm like you know you're actually not the real victim here you see one day they were making the beast with two backs and the dogs came in and you know that gave them a real rush because they had an audience and you know one thing led to another and now they need the dogs there because that's the only way he can finish and so it's really their struggle (laughs) and right as i was saying and now that's the only way he can finish the professor (laughs) (laughs) and he looks at me and i'm like mortified and he's like Whatever you guys do on the weekend is not my business. <laughs> I'm just gonna pretend like that didn't happen. Holy I was shit! Like, oh god! Oh my god! That's oh, hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like I had to tell that oh story. Oh my gosh! Only <laughs> <laughs> when you can finish. Jesus, dude. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah i was mortified at the moment but now i find it yeah, hilarious, yeah so I, th- I thought I'd it's worth it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> moral of the story kids is don't have sex 